Jim, I, I love you very much. You're you're a dear friend. Uh huh. You've not you've uh huh. You've not <laughs> had me on the show in so long that you changed the whole fucking format and i didn't even know you don't do music videos anymore so you were like where's your poem and i'm like what poem and it was like that dream that you have like once or twice a year where you're like naked and it's time to turn in your essay and you like wrote it on the bus and it sucks and you know it sucks and you're gonna go to jail it felt like that it was like what poem what do you need a poem well listen i i did the same thing with music videos that's fair just do britney spears is toxic I mean, we could pull it up on Genius.com if you want. We could do that instead. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Does Genius.com do the lyrics? Yeah. Yeah. They used to be Rap Genius and then they branched out and now they just do lyrics for everything and they analyze and you can click on a version and be like, this was the author's colonoscopy experience. Wow. I kind of love that. I don't know that they're credible. I've just always like read anything on Genius and been like, yep. That tracks. I believe you implicitly. These words make sense in this format. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly that is always the questions that i have about songs though like it's always just what does that mean but what does that really mean Brittany starts off the song with an innocuous plea for her lover to notice her however it turns more mature quickly as she starts to compare her lover <laughs> with a drug she needs a hit of their love and that's why she's calling drugs can be dangerous bad for you and frequently come with warnings but people use them because drugs make them feel good Brittany's lover is the same may be dangerous, even toxic to her, but she'll go through whatever side effects she needs to get this love. In fact, romantic love does literally affect your brain like a drug would, so Brittany's not far off here. I, I feel like you could you could assign this in a class. <laughs> like this yeah. is I was gonna say I, I, exactly I was just gonna say academic level uh and analysis, like hundred percent. The first verse uh, doesn't have any side note at the top, but the second verse, if you click on it at the top, it says, this annotation is unreviewed. <laughs> so, the first one's legit. <laughs> the first one, that's that cites its sources. She's wearing a sexy flight attendant outfit to symbolize that people don't always fill the role that is expected of them. But later, she's riding a motorcycle because, you know, uh, fucking motorcycles whip and like sometimes <laughs> going really fast is like sexy and like, it, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Watch the video yourself. Like, it took me a long time God, do I to pay your tuition? figure out whether you were reading the genius analysis or you were performing analysis <laughs> of your own. <laughs> that's, the, that's the line that I strive to straddle a little bit. That's, Is he serious? That's great. Or is he full of shit? Because it could really be either thing. <laughs> Let's, All the time. I could be reading my grocery list. Could be like, for real? <laughs> Who buys kumquats? Real people? Cartoon characters only buy kumquats. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm going to make a fruit salad. Leave me alone. And it's going to be real good. Is the show started? Oh, this song, <laughs> Toxic Toxic Interpolates Toxic by Kathy Dennis. Wait, what does it mean for a song to interpolate another song? Oh, that, this is what they say on Wikipedia instead of samples. Oh, okay. Jimmy Wales, I swear to God, I'm never giving you $2 every six years ever again because you can't be trusted. <laughs> like you've squandered my, my hard-earned money. Go ahead and say your names. You first. And and then I will introduce the show and then ask if you have anything to plug. Go for it, Ryan. When you said you, you meant me. God, I hate Sorry. this part so much. No, let's pause on it. <laughs> okay. Let's actually, let's, let's be brave and examine it. He does this every time. He's like, say your names and then I'll introduce the show. And he never fucking says who's going to go first. 
So it's a shit show every time. Either we both say our names at the same time or I panic and I say, I'm Jim, which isn't right. <laughs> or, or something, you know, like it never gone good when I've been on the show. I assume that's the case every single time and, and that he loves it and that he's a, he's a cosmic gesture, gesture and he's just dancing and loving the fact that we're like we're puppets on his strings and we can't fucking get it right. I'm Ryan Ike and I'm a composer for video games. It's nice to thank you for letting me be here. Hey, you, just, yeah. you, just, you just say your name, just your name. Well, too late. I fucking threw my title in there too because you gave me you give me no direction, and I don't know what the show is anymore because you haven't had me on in so long. I have no idea. The whole thing could be Kabuki. That could be the medium that you use now. You don't actually talk once we introduce our names. That'd be awesome. Is that what it is? Okay, Chris. Now you just say I'm Chris. Hey, I'm Chris, but I sometimes go by Chaw. <laughs> I'm Jim, and this is Topic Lords, the only place on the internet you can hear topics discussed. Ryan, would you like to introduce yourself or do you have anything to plug? I don't feel like it anymore. I made a big fool of myself earlier and now I don't want to. <laughs> <It's> a- uh, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Ryan Audio. Uh, I think it's especially pertinent if you are a game industry freelancer of any kind. You don't have to be an audio person. Uh, a lot of my content is audio directed, but not all of it. And I just do a lot of yelling on there about how to like make it in this industry, like get into it and stay in it longer than the average length of time a person's career lasts in video games, which is five years because it's a garbage fire half the time and we're trying to make it better, uh, but it's not better yet. And I would like people who want to work in games to have a good life and make it longer than that. So, I do my best. Um, I'm also working on the only game I can talk about that I'm working on right now is called Wizard with a Gun. Uh, <laughs> it's what it sounds like. And if you Google it or search it on YouTube, you'll find the trailer. I think it's pretty cool. Did you did you make the 10-hour version of that trailer song yet? So many people have yelled at me. Like, you're joking. I'm not joking. So many people have been like, I wish there was a longer one. I'm like, me too. <laughs> me too. But there's only so many hours in the day and so many brain cells in my head. So, use your imagination. You write the next verse. I would love to hear it. Put it in the comments. That's a good idea. You should just farm out all of your music. Oh, my God. I could just go on uh, Fiverr, a website that I famously hate and scream about all the time and just get somebody uh, in East Asia or Ghana to do it for $5, which is not nearly as much money as they should be paid to do a professional thing. Uh, And then I'm the monster. And that'll be my story arc. Yeah. That it became everything I always hated. It's the face heel turn. Everybody loves it. (laughs) You can add that to the documentary too. (laughs) Yeah. Are you you filming yourself doing this by the way? Because if we saw – when they make the documentary, they're definitely going to want footage, not just their own audio recording. Yeah. Documentaries tend to frown on lack of video. (laughs) Yeah. They could just have like a photo of your face and then they could make your eyes glow red as you say it. That would actually – Again, I feel like you're joking. I'm not joking. That would kick ass. I'm back in. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be the villain in this if they do that. Uh, are we ready to start on some topics? Uh, it doesn't seem like it because it's been 16 minutes and we haven't – we barely introduced the show. But yeah, no, if you want to just do it late. You know how – I don't know if you listen to the show. There's a little ditty that indicates – it's like supposed to be reminiscent of like the, the, the king is entering the room. Mm-hmm. And then a reverby voice says, Topic Lords. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar. Whenever I hear that, which is pretty often, I think of Topic Slores. What? And a slore, I don't think it's a real, I don't think it's like anything but the word, but it's a creature mentioned by, by Lewis Tully on the, in the first Ghostbusters movie. He's ranting about 
how the villain was turned into a giant into a giant slore, and his enemies knew what it was to roast in the belly of a slore that day. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think who's anything. You gotta go back. Who says this line? Because you just made me like so mad. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me look up. Because I can hear it in my head now that you told me what it was, and there's no fucking way that Lewis Tully says that. Uh, so Lewis Tully is being possessed at the time by Vince Clortho, the Keymaster. This is you're the character right played now. by. Uh, it's like you've okay. You're talking about the character. Thank God. Never mind. I'm an asshole, and you're correct. You actually <laughs> know more about Ghostbusters than me, and I have to give you my official proton pack replica that I'm of course beside me uh, as we speak. That's a fair trade. You got the the tro- Topic Lords trophy. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And I stand corrected and I'm recorded being standing corrected because I've only ever thought I can't see Rick Moranis and not think that's Rick Moranis. I don't ever know his character name. Right. But you're right. I thought you were talking about an actor and wow, I look like such an asshole right now. I have to give you my Ghostbusters DVD. I'm going to send it to you. And I'm actually not allowed to watch it. Again. I think I know why you thought I was going to say the name of the actor it was because I was phrasing it like you would. And I intended to say the name of the actor. In that, at the end of that sentence, you probably heard that intent in my in my inflection, but I couldn't remember the name of the actor. I could only remember the character. I am an audio person, so I'm very keen to people's vocal tells. Right. Anyway, whenever I hear Topic Lords, that that, that reverby voice saying Topic Lord, I think Topic Slores, and I don't know what a slore is, except that you can roast in the belly of it. <laughs> he roasted in the belly of a Topic Slore that day. Yes. Yeah. Topic slores. I like that a lot. Yeah. It sounds like a bad pair of first guesses on the game Wordle. <laughs> a game that makes me feel 5,000 years old because my Twitter feed is full of nothing but like <laughs> black and green and yellow squares and then like text under them. And I'm yep. like, what the fuck is that? And I just today was like, found out what Wordle was. And I feel like an ancient fucking sarcophagus. If you don't like those, you can go to your settings and mute the green square Unicode. <laughs> those, <laughs> that's so funny. And those tweets will go away. Man, I'm never going to... I actually don't want to... I talked all this shit about you, have, you haven't had me on the show in a minute. And I could have asked any time and you would have just had me on the show. Like, So there's that. But also, like, I don't want to come... I can't never come back because I talked all that shit about Ghostbusters and you actually knew more about Ghostbusters than me. Well, and I love that. I, a lot. The reason I'm I'm talking like I know a lot about Ghostbusters, like all I remembered was the name of the character. The rest of it, I looked up because you questioned me. I looked it up on Ghostbusters.fandom.com. <laughs> <laughs> the place for buster heads. That's right. Everyone knows that. Uh, are we ready to start on some topics? <laughs> yeah, sure. Twenty three minutes into the show, I have this feeling that there was there was a thread that we were following before that, but I don't know what it was. So yes, it got derailed, and I guarantee it's my fault for being so aggressive. We were discussing whether we were going to do "Toxic" as the poem. Ah, uh, yeah. We never decided. Uh, Ryan, your topic is what position do you sleep in, and based on that, which of us on the podcast is going to die first? I thought of this because I feel like no matter what position you naturally sleep in, some people are left side or right side people, some people sleep on their back, some people sleep on their on their tummy. No matter what position it is, some health professional somewhere, either in person or online, has been like, oh, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. You shouldn't do that. And like, there's no way to win. I literally was at my dentist 
who I love. This is not me slagging my dentist. She's fucking amazing. Um, so I believe her. But she was asking me all these questions, kind of not related to my teeth, but I assume she was getting some insider knowledge about my teeth. And she was like, do you, how do you sleep? And I was like, she was like, do you sleep on your, on your stomach? Do you sleep on your back? And I was like, oh, no, I, I, I sleep on my back sometimes. She's like, oh, that's not good for you. And I was like, well, well, well but I mostly sleep on my stomach. She's like, oh, that's much worse. What? And I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck am I supposed to do? And so, I just want to know, like, what is your default? We all roll around and, and shift, but like, what's the position you fall asleep in that you're, is your go-to? And then let's all try to suss out together which of us has the shortest lifespan because it sounds like we're all going to fucking die because we're all sleeping wrong. And I just want to see who's sleeping the wrong, the wrongest. So first of all, I think like I don't know if I would trust a dentist. Like if they were going to offer you advice on like which sleeping position is going to make your teeth fall out first, then that would be uh that would be a valid opinion, I think. Well, she didn't elaborate. I assume sleeping on your back is bad because your teeth could fall out and you just swallow them. Oh yeah, then you get an abscess, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And sleeping on your front is bad because you mash your teeth into the pillow like a stupid ape and you twist them all out of alignment and shit. Like you know, I, I assume these are gum and teeth related uh, maladies. Yeah. But there's many other parts of your body that don't like to be on your tummy and don't like to be on your backy backy and don't like to be on your left side or your right side. All the organs have different opinions and none of them can agree. So, let's just lay it out. I sleep on my side. I switch because if I sleep on one side all night, it gets sore. That's so bad. Jim, that's so bad for you to switch. Yeah. It's <laughs> so fucking bad for you, dog. I, I used to switch. sometimes sleep on my back, but when I did that, I would get more sleep apnea uh incidents. And so I like kind of learned not to do that. When I was getting my sleep apnea test to see if I had sleep apnea, which they don't they don't like take you in any to like a room anymore. You can do it at home. They just put some shit on your finger to like measure your blood oxygenation, I guess. And how how's that O2 doing? How you how you living? Oh, it's much better now that uh I um I have a mask that blows air in my face all night. Oh yeah. I slept on my back because I knew that was like what had the incidents on it. And sure as sure enough, I had like something like forty I stopped breathing like forty times an hour or something like oh, that. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, that's way too many times an hour to stop breathing. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't like that at all for you. Now that now that I have the mask that that I wear every night, it's more like two times an hour, which is much better. I don't like this because it still it sounds like the same language. Like it, my heart stops two times an hour. It's like, but that's better than forty. And it's like, but that's still not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would rather my heart keep going instead. And so I was thinking, like, when I got the mask, like, yeah, I can sleep on my back now if I want to. But now I, for whatever reason, I just can't fall asleep on my back. I only sleep on my sides ever now. I think this is good because the the sleep paralysis demon that like sits on your chest, you know, from the paintings uh-huh. can only get you if you're sleeping on your back. So like you're actually doing yourself a huge renaissance era favor by like shifting to the side cuz he just can't find a good spot to like huddle down. Yeah, we have a cat instead. <laughs> <laughs> and the cat will like sit sit on my hip when I'm sleeping on my side. That's cool for your body. <laughs> That's a good thing for your body to have. I mean, it's much better than like I, I when I'm lying on my back like to read or whatever, the cat does come and sit on my chest and it's – that's it's, this is not a light cat and it's definitely <laughs> like I can only take it for so long. Yeah, you're going to get hip dysplasia from your, from your baby. <laughs> um, 
when you can I ask when you shift sides, does that fuck up the mask? Does the tube just kind of follow you easily, or is it like you shift to your left and you're like <clears throat> like in the middle of the night, like dying? Oh, I don't I, like if if the tube comes loose, I don't suffocate. Uh, it's not. There's not a good. There's not a. I just seal. stop breathing eighty times an hour, and instead of forty or two, but it, I don't suffocate. The tube. If the tube comes loose, then the the, the it gets incredibly loud. It's it's like uh, suddenly there's there's like a, uh, you can hear the, all the fan noise. It's like <laughs> for like five seconds until the machine realizes it's blowing air into nothing <laughs> and then stops. Yeah, there's just a jet engine. So that would, would wake me up. Okay. But yeah, no, it's not too bad. Like the, I need to, I definitely need to adjust the tube to go over the top of my head instead of like under my neck or something. But I, I, I sleep close enough to the machine that, um, that there is leeway. Okay. So Jim's a dead man. Shaw, what about you? Like, how do you, how do you do it? <laughs> this whole time I've just been like listening to the various problems of, you know, you're on your back, you're on your side, you know, if you're on your side, the cat sits on your hip. I'm just thinking about what your dentist said about like, oh no, that's bad. That's worse. And like, does she, <laughs> does she like hover in midair, eyes aglow, immune to, no cat can access that high off the ground. <laughs> There's no pressure on any, you know, body part or joints or anything. Like maybe, maybe she's like really onto something and, and she was going to let you in on the secret if you, if you come in one more extra time. She sleeps in a nylon like like nanofiber web like suspended <laughs> from the ceiling. She's the only one who gets it right. And she's a spider. Surprise. And she's a spider. Solid eight hours every night, hundreds and hundreds of babies. But they're all going to fucking sleep great. So, cool. Like, you know. Yeah. That's evening out the curve. Yeah. And that, that one definitely is, you know, that's the longest life. Uh, I sleep usually on my back, but sometimes I'll like cuddle a pillow and then sleep on my side. I couldn't tell you which side though. I don't. I think usually my left side. So does that does that put me in second place? Can I can I say you tentatively ask how soon you're gonna die like a left sider? Like I pegged <laughs> you for the second you started doing that. I was like, this dude sleeps on the uh, left side for sure. I was hoping you wouldn't hear that in my voice, but you know, I have a dentist who's really taught me how to <laughs> suss these kinds of things out. Um, I I'm not the. We're all gonna figure this out together. I'm not the expert. I don't know how close. I mean, Jim's dead, but. Yeah, I'm That's just because he's so he's so obviously said seven things about how he sleeps so that mean he's a dead man. I don't actually know. It's just it's common sense. You know, mm -hmm. But I'm not an expert, so we all got to figure this out together. I think the pill the pillow cuddling. I think that, that feels like a bonus to me. First of all, if if a hitman tries to shoot you with a derringer in your sleep, those are famously weak little tiny like baby guns. There's a chance the pillow will stop the pellet from hitting your heart. True. So that's like a statistically that's a huge. Huge load off. Also, probably something about the way your skeleton is arranged. Like your your arms are maybe a little more straight out and not all like compacted with nothing to cuddle. I'm not whatever the word for bone doctor is, but that seems like that's some. There's probably some juice in there somewhere. You know, somebody write in. <laughs> somebody, preferably somebody who's a trained assassin. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of pillow? It's really important. Is it like a? Is it your, one of your bed pillows, which I'm assuming, or is it like a couch? Yeah, pillow? it's one of my. It's or like a, a my pillow by famous racist my pillow peddler, <laughs> uh, whatever that fucking weirdo's name it's is. It's not the pillow cube, and it's it's not a couch pillow. Well, actually, I would argue that all pillows are couch pillows, but it's not like a couch only pillow. Uh, no, it's just it's just other bed pillow. They're not like particularly big. They're rectangular. 
slightly puffy. What about you, Ryan? It kind of seems like you're you're dodging the question a little bit. Oh no, I'm I guess, not avoiding anything. I'm not getting defensive. You're getting defensive. <laughs> I guess you told us first. <laughs> well, you just told us that your dentist said you're going to die. I I told you that Dr. Wu said I was going to eat shit. <laughs> and she's probably right. Um, she seems really smart about everything I've talked to her about, which was mostly my mouth and how very much it needs to be ship of Theseus and reassembled from the ground up. Uh. But I sleep mostly on my stomach, but my my specific fucking format is that it's like I kind of like you're doing the <laughs> kind of like you're doing the breaststroke. Like my hands are palms down, kind of up above my head, like thrust under the pillow, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and then I have one like my go to fall asleep position is like one leg is like a kimbo with my foot kind of to the side and my knee bent against uh, the other leg, kind of like I'm making like a number four yeah. with my legs. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, that's that's my completely psychotic uh, falling asleep position and that tends to work for me because it's just like it feels like it stretches out my hip. It feels really nice. And if I fall asleep before that gets uncomfortable, hell yeah, uh, I'm off to dreamland, baby. But if I, if I don't fall asleep quickly and I have enough time, which is roughly 48 seconds to <laughs> realize how much that position sucks, then it's it, it's no bueno. Then I'm just rolling around until I find something where my brain forgets to be awake for a while. It it kind of sounds like a power move of a position. Let, let me ask you this. If you're out on the beach in the sand, you know, trying to catch some rays, do you also use the same position? I don't. Uh, I am. I like to be on my belly at the beach. Okay. I like to be on my, on my tummers, but I don't do the leg out thing because that's like... You don't, you don't want anyone to know. I don't need everybody to... Right, taking my steves, like you know, figure it out for yourself if you're so cool. But like, this is this is for me. This isn't for some people go to the beach to like peacock. This isn't what this is. This is for me. Right, it's not for you. Yeah, I get you. And yeah, I mean, your dentist. There's no way she could know about that. It's a little too personal. Well, I did tell her about it. Is the problem because I got really scared about my mortality. <laughs> she was telling me how bad the way I sleep is. I was like, what about my leg? What if I do this? And she didn't say anything. Uh, and then just started drilling holes in my mouth. So, I assume it's fine. Yeah. I don't really know dentist kind of etiquette and, and body language very well. <laughs> but I think, I think I'm good. It's not, what I'm hearing is that I'm going to – I'm basically immortal. Jim actually has been quiet for so long because he did die from the <laughs> fucked up way he sleeps catching up with him. Um, big ups to his widow, April, who's a fucking champ. And she's, she's going she's gonna to get over it. She's going to mourn heavily, but she, she'll she pull through it. Oh, my God. My wife would be so fucked up. If, like, just me leaving her alone with this kid yeah. to deal with. <laughs> so, you could, try, you could try the number four leg. Try the number four leg. I think that might, yeah. I'll try the number four leg, too. Everybody, if you could do me a favor and just try the number four leg tonight, just one. I don't care which side it can be a backwards four if you like, but, like, just give it a shot and see how it treats you. I will almost certainly not let you know how it goes in the morning, but I'm going to try to remember <laughs> too. The first thing you think when you wake up will 1 billion percent not be, I got to Ryan about this fucking night of sleep that I had. Unless my hips like hurt really bad or something. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you have hip dysplasia. Yeah. You're like, shit, I got to go see a dentist. I think given the, if we're going by kind of irony slash horror movie rules, I was the most confident about the way that I sleep and thus I'm actually going down first, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to die at like 39. I'm actually pretty I, – I, I think you're in good shape and here's why. When people are recovering from uh, severe COVID 
infections, apparently they recover better if they lie on their stomachs. Interesting. And so, I think oh like God. that lying in that position confers some sort of like divine protection. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a very supplicating position, right? Like, Yeah. Oh my God, I've been training for this my whole fucking life. Yeah. You didn't and know, but here. you're- uh, I'm the Neverine. I can't believe it. That's the new. I made a whole game about me. When everybody else dies, you're going to have to repopulate the earth. Well, I'll, I've been practicing for that too. You and Monocle. So, <laughs> please don't bring my <laughs> docs and Terrier mix into this. <laughs> Are we ready for another topic? I'm, I could never been more ready. Uh, yeah, Move I just on. don't. I don't. I'm scared of every Jim direction. Like, Fuck that your this... dog. Anyway, want to keep going? Like, yes, I, I, anywhere. I'm scared of every direction that this conversation could continue. Chris, your topic is, are limes overpowered? Okay. I don't – I put that in a while ago. I don't remember exactly what I was thinking. But it was probably after a night of like making alcoholic cocktails using limes. So, are limes overpowered? Here's the pitch. They smell great. A lot of citrus smells great. Limes smell great. They taste – I mean, you can't eat them the way you can eat a, an orange. But they like have a very distinct flavor – different from lemons, which kind of just taste like pain. Um, you can put them in all kinds of food and drink. In my opinion, they're always better than a lemon for like squeezing onto stuff or like putting in food. They're small. They're like the smallest citrus, which feels unfair because of how powerful they are. They've got that skin that you can easily just kind of scrape a little bit off and then now you can make something else really taste like lime. I don't know. They just, they're, they're way too powerful but in a good way. I love them. So, I agree 1000% that they're, as someone who cooks, uh, I love to cook a lot of like Mexican, South American food. Mm. Uh, as a white person, I'm sure I'm fucking it up, but <laughs> what I, it tastes good to me, I guess. And uh, I make a lot of cocktails and just, I use limes all the time. I, I always have to have them in the house. If I don't have them, I like freak out. And my thinking is that it's not that limes are underpowered. It's that every other food suck shit and isn't like pulling its weight Mm -hmm. because like imagine you have a summer squash okay now fucking cool now what (laughs) you know can't put that in your cocktail i mean you could try it exactly like put a slice of summer squash on the edge of your fucking manhattan you dip shit how's that taste you love that no is your date like that no she thinks you're an idiot like, you can't do it. Is the stem do anything? No, it's stupid. It's just a stupid little, like, peg. It's a little piece of stick that I throw in the garbage. Well, guess what? Limes don't have a stem, like, when you get them. They don't waste anything. All other food, it, like, I, if I get, like, chow mein noodles in, like, the package, like, the shrink shrink wrap like, package mm-hmm. at the store, like, can I can I squeeze those like a rag, like, over my fucking, like, you know, carne asada? No. No. Idiot. That's going to be starchy and weird. All they do is the one thing they do, you know, and it's just like limes are like, what if I would just aspire to like be awesome at, in any situation? And why don't we want more of our food? Like, why can't my, why can't my cornflakes fucking garnish my beverage? Yeah. I mean, cornflakes potentially could garnish your beverage. Kind of depends on where you're going with the beverage. Yeah, if the beverage is milk. If the beverage, if the beverage is <laughs> a bowl with milk in it intended for the cornflakes going. I'm I'm curious. Uh, I know a lot of citrus are like descended from like two, like all citrus descended descended from like two citrus. But I, I wonder if lime is the same thing. 
were those citrus those two citrus married or yeah all the citrus they just dis- they descend from the mustard plant <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> that's why oh maybe okay this wikipedia article is very dense read it i'm so sorry read it. In its entire no, it read said, it in its entirety. It says they were spread into Micronesia and Polynesia via the Austronesian expansion around three thousand mm-hmm. to fifteen hundred BC. And that expansion, I'm sure there was no gross colonization aspect related to that. I'm sure they just they kind of rolled over there. I'm sure that wasn't like downhill. Whole, yeah, exactly. They rolled downhill across the ocean, and there wasn't any. Yeah. Bad oh yeah, we don't. I mean, on. we don't care about colonization that happened two thousand years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like whoever, whoever like came, like we'll like we'll pity the Native Americans that we took the land from, but like they took the land from somebody too before us, like hundreds of years before us. Like nobody gives a shit about the people before them. Yeah, so it's it's a cycle of pain all the way down. No one really, we no one should be at at fault, right? Think of it that you, way. If you really think about it, the oppressors <laughs> and the oppressed are actually the same people. Actually, the same. <laughs> Oh, I'm getting real sad. We got to pull up. <laughs> the idea that limes are overpowered does kind of imply that like we need to fucking put limes in their place and make limes shitty. But I actually, I like your idea better. We should instead improve every other food to match the level of the lime. We, we should demand more. And businesses, you know, great, uh, big fan of capitalism that I am. You know, I always like look to business to innovate for me and you got – you got spots like Taco Bell fucking doing their best. We're like, Cheetos? Eat those out of the bag? No, you don't. I'm going to coat a fucking chicken cutlet with that shit. Yeah. The, look at that. And it's like, yeah. well, hey, I never, I didn't realize I could do that. Maybe, you know, maybe I can sprinkle it you could, over my You could definitely zest Cheetos onto almost anything. And I, I had uh, mac and cheese with Cheetos on top in the past couple of weeks. Pretty good. It's pretty good stuff. That's probably banging. Was it puffs or was it crunchy? It was the crunchy. It was the crunchies. Fuck yeah, it was. Hell yeah. Did you go to Homeroom, a famous mac and cheese restaurant near you that has fancy mac and cheese and garbage mac and cheese, all of which are delicious, or did you make this yourself? Uh, this was homemade, but I didn't make it myself. It was my sister, frequent Topic Lords guest, Elena. Oh, cool. Sounds, sounds really fucking good. I had similarly, but not, not the same. Uh, a friend of mine, Joke, sent me a box of the Cheetos branded mac and cheese. So, it didn't have Cheetos on it. It just was, what if Cheetos got morphed into a pile of nasty pasta mistake? And <laughs> it, was, it wasn't, it didn't taste, it, it, I don't, I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do it again. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do that again to myself. It was blood red because it was like a flaming Hot version. And that's not a color that pasta should do. So your your thing sounds better. Uh, we shouldn't. Have, I I tried to touch the face of God, and He swatted me down and said, "No, you're not ready." I like the idea of there being like flaming hot pasta. You just <laughs> get it from the store, and it's already incredibly spicy. Me too. As as a huge fan of spicy food, I was vibing on your joke, but now I'm I'm coming around. I'm like that would whip actually. Yeah. There's a store at the Pike Market here in Seattle that um like a stall that sells chocolate pasta. And it's like already, it's pasta, but it's already like chocolate. It comes brown and shit and you're supposed to like boil it and put it on your ice cream. So like, why not? What? Why did we stop there? Yeah, yeah. it's great. It's actually good. It sounds nasty as hell, but it's actually like <laughs> excellent. Wow. I'm, I'm deciding whether that needs to be on the bucket list. I think you should try out. 
I mean, you already tr- you already tried hot coke, so what, that's true. What, what more do you have to lose? Yeah, it, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever had. I think I don't completely remember what my reaction to it was, but well, I what did you find said the, on the show was that it was like hot tea. Yeah, like hot, like a really sweet hot tea. I did find that audio file while I was cleaning out my Dropbox recently. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, I was just in like a a Wikipedia rabbit hole of like citrus fruits and and there's this triangle the vertices of the triangle are pomelos true mandarins and citrons and then like a bunch of common citrus are like somewhere in the triangle like some combination of these three things there's like oranges grapefruits limes a bunch of different kinds of lemons clementines like all in the middle here and it's sorry that's not an interesting Thing to no, talk this is about. this is like some citrus Illuminati shit. I'm way into it. What are you talking about? I didn't realize there was like three earth fruits that like controlled the fate of every citrus fruit I've ever seen. Like <laughs> that's like eternal darkness. That kicks ass. Are you kidding me? Like, well, so it looks like the lime the limes are kind of like you know middle ish, a little towards the pomelo side, a little towards the not mandarin side. <laughs> All right, so I, I need the overlay that explains which of these fruits are soups as well. I'm sorry. Can you repeat <laughs> which that? ones are soups and which ones are sandwiches? <laughs> I think please don't. I think they're all burritos or whatever. What's the one? Oh yeah, <laughs> no calzones. I'm sorry. Uh, what a dark period for us to all relive together. <laughs> I blame Jim, but also what is it? Is there an open-faced lime that grows in the wild? Hopefully not. The <laughs> maybe. Please, please not. For the sake of all of us here on the internet, please no. Uh, all right, I'm googling <laughs> open-faced lime. I'm just. I mean, it's just it's just what you'd think. It's just someone cut a lime open. Well, I'll tell you what. I googled Optimus lime, and that's a treat. <laughs> Do a right. favor to yourself and Google that shit because that'll that'll treat you real good. Hey, that is pretty good. A lot of stretched out JPEGs <laughs> in this image search. <laughs> Who did this? I can't even tell if it's a Photoshop or if somebody just pulled a toy apart and jammed a bunch of the appendages of an Optimus Prime into a lime. Yeah. And you know what? I don't care. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I could learn how the magician like does it. But like, will that make it more fun for me? And like, no, it won't. You know, I'd rather have the mystery. Optimus Lime versus Melantron. Stop it. <laughs> it's there. That's good. See, that's what I mean. You you gotta you gotta make the magic for yourself. It's out there <laughs> waiting for you and you just have to think of something as stupid as off this line for no reason because your brain doesn't work and then the magic's there. The magic's there. It's always been there. I was like, this really sounds like it could be a beer. Oh, yep, there's the beer. <laughs> there it is. There's the beer. <laughs> it's an IPA. I guarantee they sell it down the fucking street at the like <laughs> at Chuck's Hop Shop. Like <laughs> the 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 beer proprietor down the street from me. There's stickers of him, man. What part of the world are around. you in, Ryan? Right now, I'm I'm on the terrestrial plane uh, in Seattle. Okay, so the northern terrestrial plane ish. Not really. Yeah, not that far. No. Correct. Okay, <laughs> y'all got to put this hybridization in citrus cultivars. This this crazy pyramid y'all found. Like, put it in the show notes because oh, it's yeah. oh, the most course. Illuminati shit I've ever seen. <laughs> in life like this is like a, a dan brown novel that he just hasn't figured out how to write yet <laughs> how do i link this Meyer lemon to the catholic church he's just working on it right now like this is insane 
Are, are we ready for another topic? Yes. No, I'm not. Hold on. Let me finish staring at this pyramid. There's so many fruits on here I've never seen before. What is an alicioti Alec- lime? What's a what's a macnon citron? What the what's a rag what's a rangpor lime? Okay, I'll I'll leave this for later. Could be ask your lime. grocer. Ask your local grocer. They definitely are all descended from the mustard plant, though. Yeah. <laughs> what is a it's mustard all the way bergamot? down? I thought that was like a color. Oh, it's a lumpy lime. Well, orange is also a color. That's true. Got you there. You just got hoisted on your own petard. Yeah, I have, I have, I have nothing to say. What is... Really, have These it. limes are crazy lumpy. All right. Anyway, sorry. Everybody, when you're done with the show, look up lumpy lime. Okay, I will. My topic is, why do we have fingernails? Sure, they protect the nail bed, but the nail bed wouldn't need protection if the nail weren't there. Are they really just claws but shitty? Like, if, if, if the finger, like, am I wrong? If the fingernail was, was not there, then the nail bed would be just as tough as the rest of the finger and instead of being like all needs protection to cover it all the time. Little wimpy baby skin needs its dad there all the time. Yeah. Maybe if, maybe if we didn't have nails, you know, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have a way to itch anymore, but then maybe that would just make itching go away because like what's the point if you can't really scratch it? <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. Well, we would need to wait for evolution to catch up. So, for like 10,000 years, we would have itching that we can't do anything about. I think y'all are kind of presupposing a lot here. Like if we didn't have nails, the nail bed wouldn't need protection. It's like why not? Like if we didn't have the nails, we wouldn't have itching. It's like why not? It's like you're going from it backwards. Like why are there these gorillas all over fucking city hall? And it's like, well, we needed them to eat the snakes. It's like, well, why do we have all the fucking snakes? Well, we need them to eat the rats, idiot. And it's like you're going, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that if we didn't have fingernails, we wouldn't have like little wimpy baby stupid skin on the end of our fingers. It's like lame. It's like we grew stupid lumpy baby skin on the end of our fingers. It sucks and it hurts all the time and it hurts to touch the air and it's really bad. It makes me feel bad. And then we evolved nails because this sucks. I don't know why we didn't evolve just not having that, <laughs> just having like weird hot dog <laughs> fingers that are homogenous all the way to the end. But that's the solution we have. Like, why do you think if we didn't have nails, we wouldn't have stupid, dumb, dumb baby nail bed? Do you know well, I mean? let's, let, let's Google like nails. I'm going to Google. <laughs> uh, okay, gr- good, good. Dueling Googles here. What is this? What is this? Manatees have, I guess it looks like manatees have little, little toenail looking things. I don't really like that. What for what toes? Yeah. How can they possibly? Yeah. I agree. Manatee toenails. <laughs> my algorithm is going to be real fucked. Oh my god, they do. On the end of their little flipper, they have like little elephant toenails. But do whales have nails? All I get is these like really cool like paintings of whales on human nails. Badass. Did you just think of like a Rafi level rhyme like whale rhymes with nail and that's why you're googling this or like what how did you get I just how'd you get here? I mean, maybe maybe the word nail made me think of whales, but I was like, there's just no way they have. Okay, they don't, but they do have finger bones. How can they have finger bones with with the not with the no digits that they have? Is it in the fins? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can we just turn this podcast into a, a like a Google search recommendation engine? Because <laughs> Charles' thing about search for whale fingernails does bring up a shitload of just awesome awesome ladies with like really cool like dope 
painted on the side of a van like killer whales on their fingernails and it actually looks really awesome and so like yeah that's that's, that's, that's cool. pretty good do yourself a favor <laughs> you know i went the other way i and i googled um i found out the name of the of the disease for when you're born without fingernails it's anonychia congenita uh, if i pronounce that right apparently there are less than 20 known cases so wow uh, it might be hard to track down these people and ask them, like, do their nail beds hurt? But <laughs> I I have one really important question, which is, <laughs> is 20 cases 20 people or one person? <laughs> uh, what are the odds? <laughs> <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. Every single one? Oh, my God. I don't actually recommend this image search because it's got a bunch of other horrible nail stuff but there's definitely photos of people with like hot dog fingers that just like it just it's just uniform all the way to the end i'm not gonna i can't I won't. yeah don't just skip it just just trust me okay. trust me just mm, when i say i'm right i didn't i didn't trust you already i'm already googling it oh okay. yeah nope you were right shouldn't have done this <laughs> and no offense to the 20 and and or one person uh if you're listening who has this it's just it looks like you're suffering yeah which yeah, yeah they, can, they could wear thimbles they could wear bugles those were designed for that <laughs> that's true <laughs> they, they this is a little bit of a digression but my friend gave me a box of talkies the chips from costco and most of the it's full of little bags of talkies most of the bags just have like normal talkies in them but two of them had like weirdly gelatinous Takis in them because they had like way too much oil in them or something. And one of them <laughs> had like extremely structurally sound burnt to hell Takis. So, maybe if you get the bag of bugles that stayed in the oven for a little bit too long, it's useful. It's like those little like origami claws that people used to fold in elementary school. I don't know if that's a relatable experience. <laughs> yeah, it's like finger armor. I no, I I, there, I remember those. Like fourth grade was the only grade those were cool. Yeah, my school had dumb, dumb uh, social constructs. Uh, we decided pong was cool at one point. We all just played pong. That's a video game. That's but, great. But it was like retro. It was like six, pong is good, but like it was like sixth grade when like there were like in sixty fours existed and shit. Yeah. Okay. Um. So my school didn't know what was what, but the point is, I know what those claws are, and like, yeah, like a like a nice hard over. You know, or you can get your own fucking. You can get a cool ranch bugle or like a nice like nacho cheese bugle, and like you can just over toast them at home. That's true. Everyone says you can't put them shits in the oven. <laughs> I know. So I know that there's going to be like two percent of listeners who are still confused. A bugle. We're referring to like a snack food called a bugle, not the instrument. <laughs> so, so when Ryan's like, you can get a cool ranch bugle. That's that's. Okay, but I'm really tickled by the idea of like a horn that's a cool ranch bugle. Like, <laughs> don't mind if I do. It just blows out fucking Dorito dust like every time you lay it down. Yeah, delicious. Spit valve is disgusting, but it's worth it. I mean, it already was, so. That would smell crazy. Yeah. The, the 1812 overture would, would be an entirely different <laughs> a fucking highly De radical delicious era. experience <laughs> i went to las vegas like a while ago and many billboards claimed that this or that was a feast for the senses actually maybe it was the blue man group but anyway yeah 
The War of 1812 <laughs> on, on Cool Ranch flavored bugles would definitely be a feast for the senses. Feast for the senses. Yes. 100%. So, I also went to eBay and Googled ultra rare bugles. Okay. In hopes that it would have like uniquely shaped bugles like they have for, for, Cheetos, for Cheetos on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm... I'm so sad that there is nothing. What a waste. Yeah. Here's a $300 fox hunting bugle. It's just the instrument. Well, I'll tell you what I did while you were doing that. And I, I wish that it panned out for us because what a treat. Um, I Googled all the flavors of bugles that there are and they did some crimes. Uh, sweet and salty bugles. Please don't. Sweet and salty bugles chocolate peanut butter. Bugle, this one just says Bugles seafood flavor. What? Did, no. Did y'all ever have um, the like Cheetos Sweetos? The like cinnamon <laughs> buttery <laughs> things? I unfortunately know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I, had like, I had like three of those in my life, but I, I remember it vividly. Those weren't bad. I remember them kind of being like little like mini shitty churros. I absolutely hated them but my friend nathan who i think has been on yeah has been on the show with me before was like very into them and so i just gave them all to him he made quick work it was that's what i think of when you say sweden because it was like super salty still but also like really sweet oh, yeah. and and just like ultra powerful butter flavor I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway. Half, no, you weren't. You were going there. You got where you were going and it was good. Yeah, because that's the only way like anytime a, a snack food, like a, a super shitty, like feral level snack food, like Bugles or Cheetos. Mm. And this is not me saying I'm above those. Like Cheetos is like the food I can't have in the house because if I do, I would just eat them all in like two days. Like I'm not, a, I'm not better than anyone listening to this. I'm just saying when they try to like branch out, they don't know how to do anything but like pound your brain's ass with overwhelming salt and yeah. fat so they just do it but in the <laughs> a delicious treat for your brain's ass <laughs> <laughs> or you put it that way so we've we've already done this part of the, the episode where we discuss ultra rare sheet cheetos on ebay but just out of my own curiosity i searched for them again to see just to see where the scene is okay yeah 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 <laughs> suss out the community the episode there was an episode we recorded mid-october uh, called Ultra Rare Cheeto Shaped Like Batman Crying, <laughs> named after an item that was listed in mid-October. Th this this seller has been trying to sell this Ultra Rare Cheeto Shaped Like Batman Crying for three months now at least, <laughs> and it's just not selling. It's just not selling, and I think it's stale by now. I, think I found it. You think? Yeah, I'm staring at this thing right now. This is a bit of a digression, but Jim, can you promise me something? Absolutely. Whatever it is, I promise. Promise not to call this episode a delicious treat for your brain's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Please write it down, actually. Did you get back. that? <laughs> I think. I mean, you, you didn't promise, but please. <laughs> your word is your bond, Jim. This Cheeto does, I will say, if you Google Cheeto Batman crying, um, it looks, a we can all agree, it looks 100% like that, right? Oh, yeah. Like 100%. There's no, it's exactly. There's like, no disputing it. You, would, you could not know what Batman is. You could have like been living in a bunker for like 200 years and then like see this and be like, oh my God, he's weeping for his parents. 
because he knows he's never going to redeem them. Like It's like a man, but also a bat. <laughs> but also underneath it, and I would buy this if it was for sale, and maybe it is, uh, Cheeto shaped like muscular leg, and then in parentheses, <laughs> And caps ultra rare, <laughs> and it just looks like a any fucking crunchy cheeto, like any single one you could pull out of the bag. <laughs> it's like the only straight one. That's the only thing that they got is that it's not curved a little bit. Um, yeah, I'd buy this. I'd buy this against my wife's wishes. Some of these collector's items are extremely cheap, like that muscular leg one. That's only five bucks. Dude, you're you work in software. You got five bucks rattling around. What are you doing? <laughs> I can't afford not to. <laughs> really, you're stupid if you don't buy it. Yeah, this is this is an investment in my future, in my son's future. Yeah. I've disavowed Bitcoin, so like how the hell am I gonna invest for like my how am I gonna pay for my son's college education? <laughs> yeah. When when Winston becomes a world renowned long distance sprinter. And is like competing in, you know, championships like worldwide because one day like when he was like 18, you're like, it's time. You just slid this Cheeto, rancid and stale oh across gosh. the table and he immediately was like, I know what I have to do and he ate it. And that's when you knew like, so you're buying it right now, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I had no moral compass, I would definitely make NFTs of every character in Biker Chicks. <laughs> And then I would try to get all of those people to buy their own face because otherwise someone else is going to own their face. And you can't have that. You can't have that. It's legally binding. I was just thinking about like wondering if any of these rare Cheetos have NFTs. <laughs> I don't want to know the answer to that question, but it, it has the vibe. Like, oh my God, if they were just selling the picture of the Cheeto shaped like Batman crying. That would be incredible. Like, you just get this JPEG. It's not, you don't get the Cheeto itself. I ate it months ago. They're, <laughs> they're just selling visitation rights. You can like fly to whoever's <laughs> house has it and it's like under a cup in their kitchen. Well, you have to you have to check it with them first and pay for travel. I unfortunately Googled Charles' suggestion. Oh, no. And there's a, there's a, <laughs> the best I can do is a Reddit thread with a single upvote that says, are there any rare Cheeto NFTs out there? <laughs> if nobody's made one yet, parentheses, Cheeto martial arts, Jesus, parentheses, then how would one go about creating this? No fucking responses. Wow. The saddest thing I've ever seen. Single baby's pair of shoes for sale, never worn. But that's not the poem we're talking about today. No, it's not. What a segue. <laughs> we can't continue the bit because that, like, that was the king of segues. I have, one, I have one more thing though. I'm sorry. There are Cheeto puff earrings on Etsy and I just got my ears pierced like three months ago and these are really cool. I'm just going to send them. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. This is going to be a good palate cleanser. That's pretty good. Yeah. They're so... I don't think... These are so cute. I don't think they are just Cheeto puffs on earrings. Like I think it's... Well, they're laminated. They lacquer them. It's fine. Yeah. It's hygienic. Yeah. You try to eat these, you'll be disappointed. <laughs> Maybe. The background makes it look like they're also Christmas tree ornaments. They have hot Cheeto ones too. Which I like quite a bit. And they have like ones that are just little Cheetos bags. Oh, these things are huge. Even earrings are just little, little crunchy bags. Oh my God, they're fucking massive. I really want the bag one. Okay. I think I'm actually going to order these. <laughs> you should get... If you... Dude, if you roll up to any game convention when it's not 
a completely psychotic thing to go to one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> people are going to freak the fuck out. They have the old school, like the 70s Cheetos bag, like the blue with the red lettering. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, this could be your thing. You know how there's, and I'm not making fun of this person. I just cannot remember their name because I'm, I'm awful. But there's somebody who goes to all the game conventions and they have awesome, like, spiked out hair and they always have a yo-yo. Really? That's you know cool. I don't know who you're talking yeah. about, but that's and awesome. And they're good at it. Yes, but that's, but that's their thing. And they have a thing, and I remember them, even though I don't remember their name. If I saw them, I'd be like, "That's Yo Yo person. They're awesome. I'm gonna go talk to them." This could be your, you could be Cheeto earrings guy. Oh man, yeah, I had a thing before. Uh, before I went to any GDCs, my thing was to have two beards. <laughs> oh my, that's rad. How how long did you have that? How long temporally? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Uh, actually both. I want to know both things. I was probably like probably like six years, something like that. Wow, nice. Uh, and they were they were probably like well, so at their at their peak, they were probably like eight inches long. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the reasons I cut them off was that that uh, they were getting thinner and thinner because the way it would work is that I would uh, I would braid my beard mm-hmm. and then I would be like, oh, this is kind of looking kind of shaggy, so I would trim the hair around the beard. Oh, around the yeah. braids, mm-hmm. and so ah. like at that point, I was I was I was cutting off the 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 the, the seed corn that was going to grow to be my the new the ref, the beard refresher. So the beards just kept it getting thinner and thinner and like falling out. Um, and so I was I, I didn't realize it, but I was sabotaging my own face. So like it was definitely not eight inches by the end. Wow. Beards are difficult to maintain correctly or well. As correctly. someone who can definitely grow one, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. You know, you know when you get like owls in them and, and like pine cones and is that? <laughs> That's a feature. And, That's what you want. And Cheetos. <laughs> and Takis. I can eat for a week after from what's it just what's in my beard right now. <laughs> it's, it's my own field and I planted it myself on my face. Yeah, as someone who definitely doesn't look like a complete fucking freak, uh, you know, like seven days after not shaving and gets scared and, and definitely like just lays waste to his face since I was 16, uh, I definitely know what it's like too, you know. Uh, are we ready for another topic? Yes. Uh, for this topic, we're going to read and discuss this poem uh, with an unknown author that's just written in multiple kinds of handwriting on a whiteboard. <laughs> um, who would like to read the poem? Nose goes. I can't see your nose. Just imagine it with my finger. Okay. So the person who says nose goes is definitely not the one who goes, right? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I'll read it. This is fine. (laughs) (laughs) Cool, because I didn't understand anything that just happened. Uh, So I'm not fit to read anything. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Garlic bread. Blink 182. So I think (laughs) what happened here is that so this Art? is written in three different handwritings and three different colors. I think someone wrote up the roses are red poem. They wrote one on the whiteboard and someone else erased it so they could start a shopping list. Mm-hmm. And then someone else saw the opportunity to finish it with a rhyme. I do I do like this universe you're setting <laughs> setting up that three collaborators kind of blundered into with the last one being hip to what's going on. Right into creating into creating art, but what I think is that you have such a you have such a pedestrian mind. You know how I'm always saying that about you, that like you don't credit this artist with enough creative output to 
realized that maybe they wrote it one person in three different handwritings in three different colors while mm-hmm. faking an erasure mark and like there's yeah. a layers of meaning there that you're just not willing to even try to like take in you know what i mean yeah it could be that all the uh the erased like previously written things and then erased on the whiteboard that are not legible but you can see the smudges of the erasing smudges those could just be part of the work as a whole yeah yeah well what what did it say before something in red that was where garlic bread was erased and then also right under that there's another thing in red that was erased that may have been that may have been a different poem like maybe somebody wrote there's a poem there that we can't see and and, and i want to know what it was i'm going to paste a link to another poem that i just found on the internet okay okay back to google wait may i read this one Please. Yes, please do. <laughs> I think it will actually really illuminate the audience. It's, uh, it's a real like <laughs> counterpoint to the first one. Yeah, uh, this go one ahead. says, roses are red, violets are blue, garlic bread, blink-182. And <laughs> why I think that's so poignant as like a counterpoint to the first one uh, is that it's the same fucking poem again, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's all in one it's all in one handwriting and one set of black like sharpie and this is yeah. definitely in a toilet stall right yes 100 percent. yeah this is in a gas station like truck stop ass, or like. so like an artist has like maybe this is like instead of canvas now the the bathroom wall material is like like a, a painting surface you can get at craft stores god if only no, we've had years of COVID and years of a horrible, like monstrous president, and then just kind of like a wet fart of a normal president. And like, we need a win. And like, if they would start selling, if I could paint on, if I could write on this surface whenever I wanted, just paint anything to look like a bathroom stall. Like, just let us have anything. You know, let us have innovation. Home Depot, yeah. Lowe's, yeah. anyone. Do we think that <laughs> the bathroom stall version that's all written in one handwriting is the same as the original artist? Because I don't. I don't think so. I think this. I think this thing has a life of its own, the way all great art does. You know, mm-hmm. the way that cat hanging from the line saying "Hang in there," like everyone knows what that is, even though they've <laughs> never seen that poster, including me. I think this lives and breathes, the way the way flowers and trees. Yeah, this poem exists in our uh, collective consciousness. And again, it's written in the language of our time. Like I can't, I can't stress that enough. I'm getting so mad that Chal pointed out the second red streak under garlic bread making it appear that somebody in red marker wrote something and another thing and then erased them and then just wrote garlic bread, which makes it or wrote both things again. Like they fucked up garlic bread. They wrote garlic bread and a second thing on their grocery list. And then the blink a two person in black Sharpie came by and erased the second red thing. And it actually is just cobbled together by random people. But maybe that's beautiful. I think know? the same person erased both of the, both of the previous red things because they looks like the eraser marks look almost identical, right? Now we're getting into some NCIS <laughs> shit, and I really yeah. like that. <laughs> All right, I've got I've got news. Shit is going down right now, according to CafeMom.com. Okay, that's a solid source. I, I I've heard no, of that's I they're on the they've got their finger on the pulse of garlic bread related. According poetry. to CafeMom.com, Travis Barker wrote that poem. No. For Courtney Kardashian on Valentine's Day. <laughs> There's no what? fucking way. That's... Uh, Travis Barker, I, if I remember right, he is the uh, the, drummer the drummer for Blink-182. Yeah. 
There is no fucking way on look Google Travis Barker and tell me he well, actually Google him and tell me he didn't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Take one look at this dude and say that he's not the culprit. Woof. Yeah? Woof. You you know? Woof. You learn a lot on this show. <laughs> and that's it. End of statement. Uh I don't know, you know. I just re- I don't know where to go from there. I really wish the origin was this whiteboard. God. In my head, in my head canon, that's the origin. <laughs> and we've already got we've I've gone into my headcanon's gory detail on this show already, so you know the rest. Yeah. I mean the you know the dark recesses of your mind. Even if yes. even if Travis Barker did write this poem, Travis Barker did not write the other poem that had the green half and the two erased red bits that we can't see. Or did he? Maybe he's like a, a, a traveling japesman and just anytime he sees roses or red, violets or blue anywhere, he fucking wipes out whatever poetry the person has. Like, I'm going to... Traveling japesman is another good contender for episode <laughs> title. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, I'm back on Google now searching. Gee, there's no way that's anything. It's right? not. It's like, did you I mean... just fell out of my butt. Japanese? <laughs> and I'm like, no. Did, <laughs> Did you mean Jamesman? That's like, no, because that's not anything either. Yeah. Did you mean Jazzman? Yes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Traveling Thank Jews you. Whaler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to punch that one in. Uh, that's all the time we have for Topic Lords. <laughs> what a riot. Thank you very what? much, y'all. What a, what a trajectory. Right. If this is something that you want, where can people find you on the internet? I, I I want it if, if you're if you're nice and you're not like a weird Nazi. Uh, I, I definitely want to meet. And if you are, please consider not take your your gross symbol and your nasty your nasty haircut elsewhere. Yeah, if you if you stop being a Nazi because of this episode of Topic Lords, write to Ryan. Please reach out actually, because I'll be thrilled. But I will have so many questions. What did it for you? Was it Travis Barker? Was it looking <laughs> at his tattoos and thinking like that guy wrote this? garlic bread poem maybe there's magic in the world maybe hatred isn't the way uh however you got there uh <laughs> reformed nazis and everyone else welcome i'm at twitter at ryan ike composer incredibly boring i know but i'm stuck with it and then i'm at as i said uh, instagram at uh, ryan ike audio but honestly and this sounds like a flex but it's not i just have a three syllable last name if you google ryan ike my you'll just find my shit i'm on spotify i'm on Bandcamp, I have a website. If you just look on a platform and type my name in, if I'm there, I'll probably show up. If I'm not, I won't. But please, cool. please come through if you want to hear my stuff or talk to me about non-anti-Semitic things, please. And Chris, if this is something that you want, where can people find you on the internet? Sure. I'm on Twitter at Mr. Chris L. Hall. I don't really post on there though. So. Yeah. Okay. I'm on LinkedIn. You can find me on LinkedIn. Just search my name. Really? Now you definitely won't what? find me by searching have my you, name. Have you gotten... This is a question I ask everybody who I find out when I find out they have LinkedIn. Do you get value out of LinkedIn? Have you ever gotten value out of LinkedIn? I am about to find out. Ooh, that sounds exciting. I think I have a little bit in the past. It just occurred to me this time around that like, like I have a resume and a LinkedIn, but LinkedIn has like the information is the same and LinkedIn will like format it for you and it's easy to send around. So I'm I'm trying to merge these two concepts into one concept. All right. If if this this company's purpose is to help people format their resumes, that's a 
That's a th- thing that yeah. adds value to the world. It's a thing that I think it can do well. I just need to figure out how to do it. So I'm learning one step at a time. We'll see. You know, if you really want to make it in the world of big business, you should, you should get a Snapchat. <laughs> Why do you think I don't have one already? <laughs> That's where I do my business. <laughs> Thanks so much for being on Topic Lords. <laughs> You're so welcome, Jim. Hi, this is Jim. This is the audio I append to every episode of Topic Lords. Congratulations to our newly anointed lords. This episode was edited by Esper Quinn, who can also edit your episode if you contact them on Twitter. If you'd like more people to hear the show, you can tell your friends about it, or rate and review us on whatever podcast service you use. You can add content to the Topic Bucket by emailing topicbucket at topiclords.com, and you can contribute to our Patreon at patreon.com slash topiclords. Patrons get episodes a week early, and you get access to the Topic Lords Discord, where you can discuss topics with all the lords that hang out in there. See you next episode!